So, when was your last checkup? Oh no, not you. Although that's important too, but when was your last vehicle checkup? When it comes to service, nobody knows your Chevy better than your local Chevy dealer. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule an appointment today. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Lisa Dent Show. Steve is back. Kevin's here. Mary, it is 2.20. And on the phone is somebody that knows a thing or two about animal law. Anna Morrison practices civil litigation, business law, and animal law with AMR Law Group. It's a story that dominated our show yesterday. It started about 2.45. We were talking to Howard Tolman, and he's like, there are helicopters flying over me right now. I'm on Sheffield. And then that went into, hey, some dogs have been shot. We then see the SWAT team trying to find the person that shot the dogs. Harriet Tubman Elementary School shut down. Kids weren't allowed to see their parents when they were released. There were a lot of tears. It was pretty chaotic, and it all results in there are no charges. Anna, explain this to us. So he he <laughs> legally has a gun, and he has his FOID card, and he also has a concealed carry can you just shoot a dog if you feel threatened from that dog? In, in short, no. Um, it ha- well, let me let me back up. Um, you have to look at some of the aspects here. Is that you know there is a Chicago Municipal Code. It's Title Seven, Chapter Twelve. It says it says dogs if they're off property, they have to be under restraint, and that usually means leash. But even if the dogs were off property and unrestrained, that doesn't automatically mean that the dogs were a threat to others. You know, because dogs can be off-leashed by accident any number of ways. The collar can slip off. They got loose. It doesn't make them automatically automatically dangerous. And I'm not sure why this is, and I've seen it a number of times, but the police will often just take the shooter's word for it that the shooter was in fear for his life. But having a valid Floyd card in a concealed carry license is not a license to kill. A defense of self comes into play only when the fear is reasonable. Now, here... The police really should have been investigating, like pulling any available surveillance camera footage, talking to witnesses. I mean, especially where the gunman just disappeared, didn't report the shots himself. Um, Yeah, that's what I found interesting that, you know, he had to know that that you should have seen the SWAT team. They had the shields. They were all over that area. He had to know they were there. If he felt he was right, why wouldn't he come out and say, hey, look, I shot the dog and this is why? Right, and there were, you know, some witnesses around. I think that the accounts were that, you know, this happened in the middle of the afternoon near a school, and the dog's owner was present. And, you know, it's likely going to be a factual dispute between the dog's owner and, and the shooter as to what actually happened. But in Illinois, if an animal owner, you know, believes that their dog was shot unreasonably by another person, um, you know, could, sometimes it's a neighbor, sometimes it's even the police that do it, they can bring, you know, civil claims you know, against them, regardless of the criminal claims that do it, you know, can exist. Because under the Humane Care for Animals Act, in 510, you know, ILCS-70, just citing that for anybody who wants to look it up, in 3.02, there is a crime to commit an act of aggravated cruelty against an animal. It states that no person may intentionally commit an act that causes a companion animal to suffer serious injury or death. And then there's another part of that same statute that says 3.03, it prohibits animal torture. If a person commits animal torture, when that person, without legal justification, knowingly or intentionally tortures an animal. But what makes Illinois kind of ahead of this, you know, for a lot of the other states, is that they actually, not only making that a crime, it allows the animal owner 
to bring a civil action. So in that same Humane Care for Animals Act in under 16.3, any person who has a right of ownership of an animal that's subjected to an act of aggravated cruelty or torture in violation of the act, they can sue that person who did, you know, the act in in a case like this, the shooting, and they can get money value for the animal, veterinary expenses incurred, and even emotional distress. Because the emotional distress, I can't even imagine what it's like to, you know, I mean, the dog and to hear your dog be killed and and just trying to save one and get one to an emergency vet. I as an animal lover, that would just bring me to my knees. Thank God she had help from other neighbors who saw what was going on. But so I would imagine if she retains an attorney, which we're guessing she will, that they will look for that surveillance footage. And if they find that the dogs don't appear to be a threat, would he then be liable for criminal charges? This is not a new statute. It's been around for a while. It's just that a lot of the prosecutors don't really know how to apply it. And Maybe they're not educating the police enough to know that they can, in fact, in the fight, this is a crime. It's, you know, 3.02, 3.03. You know, these are, and there's others, too, that are, you know, lesser. But but this is something that, you know, somebody can go to prison for. Well, I mean, we, we, you know, in the Fox four, River Valley, but, I mean, if you Google justice for Ludwig, and there are still signs up, this is a dog <laughs> uh, that was shot in 2021. There's over 14,000 pages about this dog. And like I said, the signs are still up. And it was just news a few weeks ago that the Kane County State's attorney uh, decided that no grand jury in the fatal shooting of Ludwig the, with the dog would, would happen. It, it was in Wayne, uh, which is a suburb west of Chicago. It It seems to happen. In about once a year, and I, I'm just I'm horrified by it. Now she was in the wrong by having the dogs off the leash, but she was not ticketed either, right? Well, I mean that's a the difference in in the punishment. I mean, uh, not uh, having a dog off leash. That's a you know a seven twelve oh three oh violence. It's a very minor incident, and, and it, you know most of the time, if the dog is off leash, if they're just lost or loose. It's very minor. You know, here, a lot will depend on, you know, what actually happens between the people and the dogs involved. And, you know, I I do want to note that it's not even a situation where in all instances when a dog is acting aggressively or, you know, acts out, keep in mind that that dog in some situations, you know, their actions may be justified. You know, because we also have laws that, you know, allow a dog to respond, you know, if the dog is, you know, in the fashion if the dog is responding to pain if you saw the, the woman whose nose was kind of scratched you know she she picks the dog up you know the dog's obviously hurt and you know that's yeah. a normal reaction of a dog is it you know a dog can respond to an attack on the dog the dog's self you know or the dog's offspring or can even act out aggressively against the person to protect the dog's owner so it's not really as simple as someone claiming that you know shot a dog because of fear for his life i mean there are a lot more elements to consider in these cases. And I, I really do wish that prosecutors and I wish that police would, would look at this more closely because people that are willing to do this, you know, or that do this yeah. to animals and get away with it. Well, and the thing is, the Chicago police don't even respond to this type of stuff. They just say no charges were filed. That's the end of the story. And they move on to bigger crimes. So I appreciate your input, Anna. Um, you, you certainly know all the statutes. <laughs> By number. <laughs> and I guess yeah, we'll just... I didn't mean to bore you with those. I just wanted to know they're real and they exist. And, and it would be 
great if, you know, more people knew about them and, and really started to take it seriously because, you know, a really good judge of, of a person is, you know, how they treat animals. Absolutely. That is Anna Morrison. She practices civil litigation, business law, and animal law. We are talking about the Lakeview dogs who were shot yesterday in an alley. Hey, Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.